Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have my good friend Ariel Ford joining me. How are you, Ariel? I'm great, Natalie. You're looking beautiful. How are you? I'm awesome and you're looking very beautiful yourself there. Very, very nice background that you have going on there. Um, now today we're going to be talking about uh, your new book, How to Turn Your Mate into Your Soulmate. Now I know that is a very relevant topic <laughs> for a lot of people that will be watching this show right now. Um, but for those people that may not be familiar with you or the work that you've done, can you give us a little bit of your story and especially leading up to this particular book? Oh yes, I'd be happy to. Well, I was very fortunate to learn the art of manifestation in the mid-1980s and I used it to build this incredible career and a big business, but I had this epiphany one morning when I was 43 years old. I woke up really early and I was still had my eyes closed. I was lying in bed and my hand was like reaching out looking for my big cat that always slept with me and the cat wasn't there. But all I could feel was this expanse of empty bed. And I like had this thought, oh my God, I forgot to get married. <laughs> and uh, I was like thinking to myself, how did that happen? I had this great business and this wonderful lifestyle and everything was good, but I was all alone. So I decided to take all the prayers and processes and rituals that I had used to manifest this great lifestyle and see if it would work on manifesting a soulmate. And within six months, I manifested the greatest guy on the planet. You know him, Natalie. I did really well. <laughs> and then what happened after that is every single woman over 40 would come up to me and whisper in my ear, how do I get a Brian? And I would share my process, and then sometime later, they would get in touch with me and say, wow, it worked for me too. So through a lot of crazy things that happened, it turned into a book called The Soulmate Secret, which came out about seven years ago. It's now in 21 languages in 40 countries, and it has worked for tens of thousands of men and women of all ages, you know, sizes and shapes and income levels around the world. So that book came out there, and then one day a friend of mine said, well, it's really nice that you wrote this book for singles, but how do I turn my mate into my soulmate? So I started thinking about that and I remembered something really terrifying that happened early on in my marriage. And this is so embarrassing to admit, but I discovered that I was a lousy wife. I was really good at being the boss and running a business, but I had no clue how to be a good partner. And I knew I had a great guy but I also knew that I didn't know what I was doing or how to really make it a long-lasting soulmate relationship. So I became a student of love and I hosted this online series for five years called the Art of Love series where I got to interview the world's top love and relationship experts. I actually did 130 hours of interviews with people like John Gray and Gay and Katie Hendricks and Alison Armstrong and uh, top researchers like Harville Hendricks and Dr. Helen uh, Fisher. So anyway, when my publisher came back to me last year and said, okay, it's time for a new book, I said, great. How about turn your mate into your soulmate? And now it'll be coming out on December 29th, and I'm super excited about it. That's so awesome. Because that's the thing. Like sometimes when you're in a long-term marriage, 
which you know hopefully a lot of people are, you, you kind of get to a point where you know you kind of lose a bit of contact, you you lose that that uh, intimacy, you start to take each other for granted, um, and then you get into a place of complacency. I feel. And it gets even worse than that for a lot of people because what they don't tell us, the big secret about marriage, which has been proven by a guy named Dr. John Gottman at the University of Washington, is that every couple has at least nine irreconcilable differences. These are things on which you are never ever going to agree. And most people don't know that's normal. So they're constantly having the same battles and fights over and over again. And if you add on top of that that they don't really understand that while you may know you're with your soulmate, there will be many days when you don't like them at all, and that's also normal. And that if you learn how to talk to each other with these really simple, easy communication skills that I share in the book, you can turn your relationship from annoying to enjoying in a few easy steps. Because that's the thing, it's really just a change of perspective. You know, I think sometimes we have these opinions and, and uh, the ways that we look at things, which often is programmed into us from, from the way that we were brought up. And let's face it, if we're, we're meeting people or we're in a relationship, we've had very different childhoods most of the time, but we hang on to them like this is our truth and this is, you know, this is the way it has to be. But that's not necessarily the case, right? You're 100% right. And what I actually ask people to do is to put on rose-colored glasses. I'll show you mine. These are my rose-colored glasses. <laughs> and fabulous. Aren't they fabulous? Yes. Yeah. It's been proven through scientific study that couples who consciously wear rose-colored glasses have longer, happier, more satisfying relationships. And the reason is, and this is so simple, it's because they're always looking for what's right instead of looking for what's wrong. And you and I would call this a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, and it's it's actually true. Now, of course, there's one area in which this doesn't work. If you're in a relationship where there's abuse or addiction or seriously bad behavior, you must get professional help. But if that's not your case, you're just bored or you're angry or frustrated or disappointed, that's normal. And I have 16 easy fixes and turn your mate into your soulmate that can turn it all around into a deeply loving, fulfilling relationship. Awesome. So can you share a couple of, uh, you know, what you see as some of the most common mistakes, mistakes um, that couples make when it comes to communicating with each other? You know, the very first thing that women do is their tone of voice. Okay, so if you're like, and you're scolding somebody, men can't hear that. You know, it's the difference between, oh my God, the only thing I ever ask you to do is take out the garbage. Why can't you just out, you know, take out the garbage? As opposed to, you know, honey, I love you so much. You were helping little Johnny with his homework last night and it was just the sweetest thing to say. And I love how kind you are to my mother whenever she starts asking you for favors. And it's just so great to see how dedicated you are to our family. And you start with like five appreciations. And then you sort of slip in. And I know how busy you are, but you know, you know, for me, whenever I have to touch the garbage, it's just so stinky and smelly. If you could just take the garbage out for me, I would really feel like a queen. So whenever you get a moment, could you do that? All the difference in the world. They just want to know what 
taking the garbage out provides for you as opposed to being scolded. If you do that a couple of times, you'll never have to ask them again. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's sometimes it's just a little shift in how we communicate. Because, and I think, especially if we're in the scolding thing, it's not that they can't hear it; they won't hear it. They can completely just whip, whip. <laughs> I'm not listening to this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. The thing you want to remember is that you guys are on the same team. Yes. You know. And you really want to give love and gratitude and appreciation for all the things they're doing right. And yes, there'll be times where you need to like sort of explain, well, that didn't work for me. But let's say, okay, we were at a gala the other night, right? So mm -hmm. you know, let's say you were with your amazing soulmate boyfriend who's going to be knocking on your door any second, and he says something really stupid and hurtful in the midst of conversation. Well, you don't stop right there to correct him. But, you know, later on in the drive home, you know, you might say, you know, honey, I know that you had no intention whatsoever to ever hurt my feelings. And maybe some of this is my fault. But when you said X, Y, Z to A, B, C, it really hurt me. And I really felt disrespected. And I know you didn't mean to do it. Yeah. That will get hurt and that will shift a conversation. Because I promise you, whoever's listening to us right now, your husband, boyfriend, fiance, wife, girlfriend, whatever, did not wake up this morning saying, oh, I wonder how I could make Ariel miserable today. I mean, nobody wakes up like that. When this yeah. stuff happens, it's not because they're out to get you. It's because they did something stupid and they didn't mean to. Exactly. There was no intention behind it. It was just something silly that came out. Exactly. So do you share a lot of stories of, of real-life couples in the book as well? Oh, I do, and and one of my favorite stories is uh, about this woman that was in one of my workshops in Sun Valley, Idaho, and I had put them into groups of three to have them share with their group the most annoying thing their partner does and how to figure out a solution, how a reframe for it. So after the groups were done, this one woman stood up and she said, Hi, my name's Stephanie, and I'm married to Garth. We've been married 16 years. And he works out of the state two weeks every month. So when he's gone, my house is spotless and pristine and everything's in its place. And I think of it as my house. But then when he comes home, within an hour, it's a mess and it's chaos. And I hate to admit this, but I start counting the days until he's going to leave. And she said, my partner in the group, Sue, asked me some important questions. She said to me, Stephanie, do you have a dog? And she said, yes. Does your dog shed? Yes. What do you do when the dog sheds? I vacuum up after him. Stephanie, do you love your dog? And she went, oh my God, Garth sheds. <laughs> it was that simple. She realized he had no control over this thing that he does. He didn't mean to upset her. And a year after she shared this story with me, I called Stephanie because I wanted to know, did the shift still work? And she said, you know what? We're happier than we've ever been. And in fact, Garth quit his job and he's never traveling again. And we're together all the time now because he's back home. So that's how simple it can be. She spent 16 years judging him and making him wrong and trying to get him to change when all she needed to do was to have this shift in perception. 
Yeah. You know the uh, the other story of yours that I really love, and I, I think we have time for you to share it, is the one about the poppy seeds. Oh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> I have these friends, Jerry and Diane, and in fact, Jerry's quite a bit older. He's 25 years older than his wife. They've been together 30 years. And Jerry has an addiction. He's addicted to poppy seed bagels. And every morning when he gets up, long before Diane gets up, he goes into the kitchen, he slices his poppy seed bagel, which sends thousands of little black seeds scattering all over Diane's white tile floor. He toasts his bagel, he puts on his cream cheese, and then he walks around the kitchen dropping even more poppy seeds. And then when Diane gets up every morning, the first thing she does is she wets a paper towel, she gets on her hands and knees, and she wipes up all the little seeds. Now one morning, she was in a particularly grouchy, grumpy mood, and as she was wiping up the poppy seeds, she had this thought. And the thought was, I wonder what has to happen so I never do this again. And that was followed by the thought, oh, that would mean Jerry's no longer with me. And she got off the floor and ran to the other room to give him a big hug. And from that day forward, every morning as she was wiping up the little black poppy seeds, her heart would fill with love because these seeds now meant she had another day to spend with Jerry. Yeah. I love that story. And that's the thing. Like, I think sometimes we get so caught up with all of our internal thoughts and, and you know, and, and looking at what's not working and, you know, what's what's the drama in our life. But when we just have that little shift in perspective, um, we can completely change the way that we show up in our relationship um, and the way that our partner responds to us as well, which is which is awesome. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're, we've just about at the end of our, of our quick 15-little-minute chat. So, um, Ariel, where can we send people to find out about the book? And I know that you've got some, like, special bonuses and things happening yeah. as well. Yeah. If you go to matetosoulmate.com, matetosoulmate.com, I've got a bunch of free bonuses if you pre-order the book now on Amazon or one of your favorite booksellers. I've got a free five-part video series with people like um, Dr. Pepper Schwartz on how sex can save your life and Yanla Van Zant on uh, forgiveness and how to make a proper apology and some other really great stuff, John Gray on how to get your desires met. And then there's a free ebook and a couple of free audios, lots and lots of goodies if you pre-order the book now and then it comes out on December 29th. So if you're in a relationship and you're not 100% like blissed out, I promise you there's awesome stuff in this book that'll change everything. Yeah. And uh, I can attest to uh, to Ariel. She's the, the living example of her message. Her and her uh, her husband Brian are just an amazing couple, and I'm very fortunate to have you both in my life. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, guys, I encourage you to uh, share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, make sure that to go through to Ariel's uh, website, matetosoulmate.com, you can actually type that in or click on the banner either to the side or underneath this video. It'll take you directly to that page. Uh, and make sure you leave your email if you haven't done so already so I can send you the Manifesting with a Master's video e-course. Um, so until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.